Now, we all know there's tons of different CBDs out there, right? Well, there's one that you guys need to try, Hemparita. Simply go to iHemparita.com, click the link right in the description, get the best CBD gummies and the best CBD shooters you can get. I'm telling you, I have some right here. Look, there's a shooter. There's the gummy. One of these gummies is one serving. Half of this shooter is one serving. iHemparita.com. I'm going to look. Hemparita. Get you some. Use promo code search 30 when you cash out. Save yourself 10%. Save yourself 10%. iHemparita.com. The link is right in the description. Promo code serves 30 being cash out. Save yourself 10%. Do it. Well, God we're damn back. it. Why does this always happen when I'm. <sighs> so I have this chick who wants me to talk to her, but I'm in the, I'm like, I'm about to do a podcast. Like, this is not cool. <laughs> oh, no, you're doing a podcast. 18 seconds. Yeah, I'm like, I'm doing a podcast <laughs> and I have, but she's so cute. Shout oh, out. shout out to. <laughs> His, oh, and we're live as I'm saying this. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, he's gonna turn about the color. White people I'm turn, turn right. the color of my shirt right about now. I have he's uh, about to uh, that shirt. We won't, we're not gonna we're not gonna push into that, people. Oh, like, it's gonna be pushed in for sure. I know. <laughs> uh, later, maybe later, maybe later. Yeah, hold on. Uh, let me just. Oh. <laughs> what do you think he's typing? What do you think he's texting, Chris? Mm. Yeah, well, uh, let's get the consensus from the group before we mm. jump into the invisible man ladies and gentlemen i am about to message this girl who would like me to be her friend uh she's already my friend but she's like do you mind being my friend and talking for a bit how should i uh politely uh. decline since i'm on a podcast oh okay never mind i thought you're like dating her for a while because i was i was gonna give a fucked up answer no we, <laughs> let's, let's all give him answers let's all give him answers yeah, answers doesn't matter let's go let's start with james james what fucked up answer should i give to her uh no if you're dating i had i was gonna go down the fucking uh gutter but uh <laughs> seriousness with this one she wants to be a friend to talk to you said yeah she's uh, she's probably having a bad day and uh, okay i would say listen as soon as my podcast is over i'll hit you up and we can talk all night long if you want all right, what do we got? The invisible sturdy. What are you getting at me? I would, I'm similar to what he said, but I would say if you want to see me now to help you feel better, tune into the Horror with Sir Sturdy podcast. You can watch me live. Uh, out. See that? That's brownie. Oh, I like that. I like that. And the worst power trip ever. What are you got? Literally what, you what I was about to say. Yo, send tune her in. the link. Okay. Tell her, watch me. And as soon as we're off, we'll be talking. But this is why I can't do it right now. <laughs> and you have proof you're not being lying you're not lying. right all right hold on i'm jumping onto the facebook i'm gonna grab the link uh where's the link why, why don't i just search you mr sturdy stir no uh, uh there we go this is all live i love this this is beautiful live people live let me get the more options here oh uh copy the link here we go this is so awkward doing this live. Doing a dick, dick pic attachment. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. I'm like, no, that's that, we're not at that level yet. We're not at that level yet. 
his face would turn so fucking red, like <laughs> way red. So red if I do that. It'd be more red than he so long, <laughs> and if you feel like please I never feel quit your day baby. job. Ooh, oh, come on, Ow, come oh. on. there we go. There we go. Now she's whether or not she jumps into the, the viewership, we don't know. But, ladies and gentlemen, let's go. We're doing the invisible. I, why am I hosting this? This is your show. What am I doing? <laughs> I just finished a podcast. <laughs> Because I am not a CB, and all men we know what a CB is, and that's bad. We don't want to be those. Because I'm not one of those, you got to let him run the show. Make him I have, Joe. I have to run the show? Yeah, see? Right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to... <laughs> what show are you doing now? <laughs> What's this called again? Where what show am I on again? I have too many shows. I don't oh, know. Uh, horror with Sir Sturdy. Ignore the horror with Sir Sturdy. You know the podcast for the horror movie genre. We got the Invisible Studio up there. Here we got Joe Bizarro just pop in. Hey, my man, how are you doing? <laughs> we got the worst damn power trip, and we got simply James over in the corner. I am the podcast mogul. Apparently, I'm running the show yep. because uh, Sturdy is not a CB, and we all know what a CB is. Um, I'm up in the top <laughs> corner. Uh, Joe, you missed out. I was just messaging a friend that wants to talk, a female friend, that is. And we were all trying to give us advice live on the air. That's why we're not jumping into the movie. Yes. So, uh, Joe, so, it's it's only fair we all gave our advice. What's your yeah. advice to him to say to her right now as he's potting? Yeah. I'm pot so a lady wanted me, uh, a, a female friend of mine, would message me. She's like, do you want to be a friend and talk for a bit right now? Obviously, it's sent just as I jumped onto the podcast with this, the Sir Sturdy podcast, uh, just before reviewing The Invisible Man from 1933. Everybody here gave me some relatively wise advice. Uh, James uh, gave me a very fucked up response, just being <laughs> honest. Uh, but oh, Joe, yeah, was a what should too. I have messaged her? What are we doing? This is dating time with Phil Better. Oh, she wants to see you in a romantic uh, way. I have no idea if it's romantic or not, but hell, I'm not going to say no. Well, oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> drink or something. I say go for it. All right, so we got, hopefully uh, she doesn't just jump in and just go for it. And she's like, what the hell are you talking about? Are you attracted to this person? She's, she's a gorgeous, cute girl. I'm attracted to any female. To be honest, <laughs> I'm a man. Like, it, it's not hard to make you're, you're attractive. You have boobs and if a she, butt. I listen, hey, listen. If she's watching, that wasn't a good answer. No, that was a terrible answer. We're lucky because there's zero zero watchers right now. I can see <laughs> up top. So I'm, I'm yeah, good point. If she rewatches it, then I'm listen, fucked. Just, just to be, you know, he was joking. He was saying yeah. what not to do. Just right yeah, there. Not, mm -hmm. What not mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What not to do. Now right. let's 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 move on to this movie, the H.G. Wells fantastic yes. story, um, the Invisible Man, which has been remade about a dozen times uh, or stolen a dozen times for the premise. Uh, what did you guys think overall? Overall, overall. Yeah, just an overall feeling before we jump into the craziness that this movie had. So, uh, who wants to jump? Since this is is Sir Sturdy's podcast that I have just taken over, Sir Sturdy, why don't you go first, Mister? Okay. Appreciate that, man. I'll go first. Um, honestly, like if you know me, and I've just said this on both popcorn and finds and horror research, there, black and white is like a cheat code for me. It just gives you that kind of comfortable feel, kind of like it's it's almost like 
a live action book when I watch them. And I love reading. So it's almost like a live action book watching black and white films in a sense. Cause it's like, you know, it's like the words are coming to life literally cause it's black and white similar to the book pages. And it's always like, it's always a little silly and just fun. Even if it's supposed to be horror, there's still some silliness to it. And I'm sure back in the thirties, people were afraid of this, but now it's just like, we could see, we could picture this on like Nick at night, just as like a regular TV series show. Like they wouldn't have to put it on something like special, like HBO or anything like that. It, just like a regular show is play ABC yeah. at night, even, you know, yeah. regular cable, nothing, uh, no premium channels. That's for sure. Well, yeah. Exactly. If I say, you know, you know what you said that struck a chord with me was that, um, you know, this movie was made in 1933. And so, you know, the first movies were just really starting. They're just in their infancy. Like the first moving picture was the moving train. It was like 1890. And when people saw that train, they ran from it. I mean, that's how afraid they were. So you have to imagine how people felt when this came out and was on the screen. You look at like the effects and all the stuff that they tried to do. And people were probably like pretty blown away by this film at the time. Um, yeah. And I'll say like just as a rough stroke, watching it again today, really sitting down and focusing and watching it. I have a couple of problems with some things of the, in the movie here and there. But overall, <laughs> I agree with uh, Sir Sturdy and the fact that like, you know, these old classic universal movies, even if it's not a perfect movie for me, it's still a perfect movie. It's still a five star movie. These are like the classics. And there's just some great, some great moments in this film. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's just, there's a timeless feel when you watch these films. There's a comfort. It takes you back. And uh, they're a little dated. And even this film, you know, it was in London. And there were like some weird accents. There's a lot of little bizarre things, nuances that I caught on to. But at the end of the day, it's still this classic Universal. It was Universal's third film that they had made. And it's... It's a great movie. It's a beautiful movie. Yeah, and it's also the uh, the, the uh, actor that played um, <clears throat> the Invisible Man. It was his first, his second starring role. Uh, yeah, he, and the reason he got the voice, his voice, because uh, he was a prominent stage actor and trained at the Royal Dramatic School or whatever it is in England. Uh, his voice was that tenor because of being gassed during the second or the First World War. So he had that his uh, unique voice, and the uh, director actually heard it uh, during a tape, and no one thought he would. He didn't even think he would ever be uh, uh, picked up to be a star, and this helped get him into the starring roles and that. So yeah, uh, worst power trip ever. Enjoy it, like you said. I mean, this is one of those things that you can always refer back to. I mean, even once I have children, if I do have children, you know they're going to watch this, you know what I mean? So it's going to have to be exposed to them. So timeless. Love it. All right. James, the uh, man in the corner trying to hide and be invisible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Goes with the movie, right? Down there. Holy smoke. So, uh, yeah, I agree with what everybody said. Um, I like the old monsters. This is like one of those universal monsters. You got Dracula, Frankenstein, all fall in the category. I enjoy these. Um, this, I didn't see this for a long time. I seen it once before because I had to. I was one of those people like uh, I seen Dracula, like the first Dracula, seen Frankenstein. I had to watch them all. I hunted them all down like that you year. Yeah, exactly. Everybody got to know those, right? Uh, but uh, I like like uh, Sturdy said, the black and white. We've been watching a lot of them lately, and and I they're just 
drawn like i'm getting into them more before i was like black and white especially older movies i'm like oh man this is gonna be like people running around fucking silent movie it's gonna be corny but i really been enjoying these we watched some good ones too on the on uh, the other podcast popcorn pints it was four in black and white it was like a heist mm. it was called uh the tool the two and uh the tool. uh it was like basically the whole in french yeah so and um gotta roll those r's when you're speaking french yeah i can't do it neither can i and i live here in spanish class i couldn't do it either for uh for spanish so but yeah i really enjoyed it um there was some silliness and like what the hell yeah corny shit but like he says 1933 the year was out it's that's how you know, if that's what the culture was back then, basically, yeah. like that's what co- like the funny parts that was comedy to them. Oh yeah, and I have uh, to say the special it, effects for yeah. the guy being invisible. Like, if you, obviously we're trained to see it because we're used to green screens and all this, yeah. but it's still for 1933. It is very very impressive that it looks oh, this fuck, quality. Yeah. And yeah, you can see the like you can see silhouette and all that, but you're still I'm still amazed. And how like stunningly it it holds up over time because there's movies from the 90s that you watch with cgi and you're like how did i ever believe that was real and like with this movie you're like it's it's nearly fucking perfect you know this the yeah. uh i actually have an example for that what you just said phil fucking mortal kombat movies because we all, when they came we were all kids that looked yeah. as shit as kids now you're just like I enjoy it because of the nostalgia and it was fun, yeah. but what the fuck was that? <laughs> Those graphics are like, really? Uh, but like, you're looking at this movie, you're thinking, oh, a 1933 movie or any of those cinema classics before like the 50s, you're like, oh, the special, if they're at special effects, it's not going to be good. No, because they use practical effects most of the time, which, I that, which takes it to the next level. So they just used a bit of movie trickery and it just takes it to the next level you know like when you have that shot from his shoulder over like kind of from behind him as he's unwrapping saying look yeah. this is who i am and you actually see the people gasp you're like and then you got the floating shirt that's just walking around and this is all before computers so yeah. it was just like wow they're they're fucking amazing doing this I'm now, t- i never i never researched it like uh what was it mirrors they're using for that like i don't know what you would use for that I, like I, don't I feel think like it had some kind of primitive rotoscope technique, or even like a primitive screen, green screen, blue screen technique before those existed. They were like yeah. chroma keying it. They were pulling oh, okay. out colors, and then I think there was there had to have been some kind of cleanup. But I'm sure it was. I, it could have been. It could have been. I think what they did was uh, kind of like they they filmed two shots because if you look at it, like the picture that <clears throat> Paratrip has, you can kind of see that he's. It's like not directly in the same shot like it's two different shots superimposed so i think they did some superimposing uh <laughs> similar to what he just did he just disappeared yeah. um but yeah I mean, they probably superimposed and just like kind of maybe cut out i don't know how they did it but it was it was phenomenal yeah it was good for the time frame that was definitely probably the first time that had been done i would imagine i mean basically it was like yeah like a rotoscope chroma key double uh, exposure or double uh, frame that's yeah. it was cool yes technique right there baby the first time that he reveals himself it's really a great moment and it happens relatively early in the movie yeah. luckily 
think about 20 minutes in. And the first time he shows is, is I think he, sh he shows it off to the lady or the guy that want to kick him out of the, of the hotel. And it's just yeah. a great. That's one of my favorite moments of the movie where he. Yeah, he it's, when they, it's when they went down and the guy came up and, and like the whole village follows him. Like just up that's, the stairs. That's how, yeah, where it kicks off, right? Yeah. It was all when they got the cop because he uh, pushed hmm. down the stairs. Yeah. And the, cop the, came, and the cop came up. He was like, oh, this is what you want. And it just. Unraveling. Like, do you want to see why? Like oh. a ghost, still like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Look, it, even today, if I'm walking in, if I'm at a hotel or something, I walk in and then there's like, I open the door and then all of a sudden this guy's like revealing that he has no face. I'm gonna be fucking bolting the my way out of there. I've seen too many horror movies and too, read too many horror books to know that this is fucked up. I'm moving. I, I'm packing see, up I always say this. I'm one of those stupid ones. I'll sit, I'll sit down. I'm like, can I interview? I got some questions. Word. Podcast <laughs> man. Fuck. Of a guy like revealing that he has no face. You're like, yeah. Can I, I interview like, cool. you for my podcast? You know, you I'm seem like, like a good guy. Yeah, I'm I'm like, that's cool. Too. But like, there's now. hints like the the lab in the room. As soon as you walk in, you see that you're like, nah. <laughs> oh, I, so I had to go back. <laughs> like, is he carrying something? And in the beginning of the movie, he's carrying a like a suit, a small suitcase. Yeah. And then it folds out to this room-sized lab. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Don't you know that they? It really folds down. The old 1930s uh, labs fit into a, a little suitcase. Not like the labs today, you know, with all their high-tech equipment. No. Yeah, it's an accordion. It's <laughs> a never-ending one. Everything, everything set up perfectly. All the fucking bugs mm -hmm. and birds and the shit just pops out like a pop-up book. Like, we're good. <laughs> each <laughs> each section, you know, oh, I need to do about this. Clink. Go to the next section, you know. Anybody Clink else feel like, uh, feel like, I think his name is Jack. Do you feel like Jack was a total dickhead when he walked into that place? Like, the first thing he said to her is like, I want a room, and she's like, well, "We don't have oh. one." He's like, "We'll make one." Yeah, so he You're definitely ready. had. So it was like a bipolar <laughs> thing. Like he tried to be nice, then he gets like a snap, like an attitude, like he's like king of the world type shit. Like do what I say. It well, it was the, it was the chemical he didn't know about. It was making yeah. him mad. So he'll slowly transition. It was getting worse and worse. Like don't bother. They walk in, and he like fucking loses his mind, and he's like showing the owners of the building. Out yeah. of their own house and room, they're like, "Get the hell out!" I'm like, "What the fuck?" Is... I'm like, "Damn, you got some balls." <laughs> All right, I got a question for everybody on this, and I'm gonna answer the same question. And let's not get too too crazy, guys. Let's just <laughs> say you have the same invisibility. You know, you're uh, naked and you're 100% invisible. What are you doing with those? With that type of power? And I'll, I'll even what I'm not doing uh -oh. is jumping on trains. And driving trains off of fucking cliffs and killing one hundred people. No, yeah, no, I'm not killing people. You know, the I'm... body count in this movie is like in the hundreds. It's crazy. It's crazy. I forgot. Yeah, because he switched the tracks. Yeah, and the train goes. There's off. the tracks. There's the car that he uh, robbing the bank mm -hmm. uh, got over here. He robs the bank. He kills some. He literally ties someone up, throws them into a, a car. And then run, run, drives it off uh, a cliff. Yeah, and you yeah. have, uh, he chokes a couple people. Yeah, he mm -hmm. choked a cop. He smashes someone in the head with a bench or something. 
Like, the, that's how he kills the cop, right? That, I think so. that, that, okay, that one was the funniest fucking kill I've seen in a long time because it looked like it, it looked like it was just like a light ass shit that just dropped on his head and barely like a like a foam. It just yeah, bounced off the face. So fucking hard. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? How did that? <laughs> you see people getting hit in the face with a damn bottle or a bat and get up, and this dude got a <laughs> uh, full seated bench on him, and he's like, yeah, that's nothing. Yeah. Foamed up, but yes. Anyways, with this invisibility, what would you guys do? Um, I can tell you, you know, what eighteen-year-old yeah, yeah, would do. Yeah, yeah, younger, yeah, younger, <laughs> uh, James. You'll be, uh, you know, be canceled. Yeah, there would be a lot of cancellation <laughs> of uh, people. I think if they had the invisibility, um, you know what? I'd probably be in so many boardrooms and getting insider trading. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, smart. I would be the like. In like, oh, Ford's having a meeting. Give me a second. Like I'm doing oh, a stupid yeah. pose, like they won't see me, but I'm just, just like fly on the wall. <laughs> yeah, just sliding on the wall. Yeah, full on. No, no reason, but it's like. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and people are like, why is there Mission Impossible playing in this fucking room? What's going on? Remember doing those things that you have to be completely naked because any type of clothing they're gonna see and they're yeah. gonna silhouette. Wait, wait, wait! I get to live it, free birding it all the time. I know, Which- Jesus. <laughs> I I'll wouldn't be right I'll, now, I'll, but I'll I'm on deeper. camera and I don't want to scare people. <laughs> I'll um, go deeper than that. I'll be like working for the government or even everybody's government, even my own. I'll be like my own solo guy going to find corrupt, just get get fucking secrets and what if what everybody's <laughs> blackmailing the fuck out of people. Is that yeah, what you're I'll saying? be fucking I'll be nosy as hell. I'll be just fucking up everybody's <laughs> he's like he's like just wait, he's like this, he's just like okay, open the door, open the door, open the door, open the door <laughs> inside going. Just random wake up in the morning, like let's let's go across the street to this neighbor and let's see what they're doing today. Oh, you just Lord. fucking sit there all day. Oh, Getting Lord. canceled again. I won't fail nobody or rape. You'll get raped and get away with it. No one will ever find you. I was not thinking nowhere near either one of your guys' levels. I was thinking <laughs> doing something like an inconvenience to people, like going into people's houses when they're home or not and taking a shit and not flushing it and just oh, leave. Oh god, you're wow. evil. Something you like you know they have he's, DNA thinking of, he's thinking eleven year old pranks because he's like, oh, no, shit on your listen, listen, listen. Imagine doing that in multiple houses. Imagine somebody doing that in your house, in your household, right? And are you just, doing a no, wait, wait? Are you doing a double decker? No, nah, I won't. I won't be that disrespectful. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Unless it's Nicholas Cage's house, and I'm shitting everywhere. <laughs> You're just like full on, just walking around, just shit popping out, and there's like, why is there a shit just dropping from the air, Nicholas? What the fuck did nah, you put shit. in this tea? You shit right in the pillowcase. So when he lays down that night, he puts his head on it. <laughs> so oh, well, I want to say something on what James said about his his answer there about being. I think he was trying to say something kind of perverted at the top of that. But uh, have you guys seen <laughs> the movie by Adam Rifkin called The Invisible Maniac? No, no. IAC at the end. It was done, I want to say, in the early 90s. And, you know, it was like a direct-to-VHS thing, I'm pretty sure. You know, Adam Rifkin, Detroit Rock City. um, I can't think of all the – Dark Backward, of course, the great comedy movie. But uh, he did The Invisible Maniac, which was about the invisible man, but he's like this pervert dude. And uh, it's one of those 90s uh, kind of skin flick comedies. I highly suggest it. Hmm. Wow, okay. Trash. Okay. Yeah, this, this movie has been remade at least a, oh. a, at least oh, a good yeah. 20 to 30 times with Probably. different styles. Yes. 
Yeah. Uh, you have the oh, Hollow Man, yeah. which is probably the first one that I ever saw. The Invisible Man saw style was Hollow Man. And again, that's another skin flick, pretty much. Yeah. Um, well, there were there were four sequels to, to this. I like looked it up. Yeah. It was like Invisible Man Returns was like four years later. And then there was like an Invisible Woman. And then there was like two other weird like spin-off things. So they made this movie like four or five times. There was like memoirs of the Visible Man. Or yeah, that's right. There's another remake. Yeah, 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 that was the Universal. Like that's how Universal got named. They just remade their monster movies uh, constantly. And this wasn't even part originally part of the monster universe. They just brought it in because uh, they used the same director as Frankenstein and I believe Dracula. And originally, it was supposed to be Boris Karloff to be uh, the Invisible Man, but because him and the director had a falling out over personal matters, and he cost too much money because Frankenstein and Dracula made him a star, the mummy made him a star. So yeah, this was actually supposed to be this was supposed to be Universal's second horror film after Frankenstein or after Dracula, but it was Frankenstein instead, and then this mm. kicked off. And like you said, yeah, that was supposed to be that role right there. So it's interesting how it all played out. And if you look at a lot of these movies, a lot of these actors at, the same, at that time were, it was like they used a lot of the same people. It's like a small wheelhouse. So like Claude Rains, who played the Invisible Man, plays the father of the Wolfman and the Wolfman. I learned today uh, as well. So yeah. that kind of incestuous world that they had. Well, back then they used to sign the actors, similar to what Marvel and Disney are doing. They signed them for like, okay, you're going to be in 25 Universal movies. You're going to be in 10 or three. Whereas nowadays actors are like, uh -uh, I ain't getting into long-term contracts. They go one or two contracts. Unless it's Marvel and it's like, here, we're going to give you a billion dollars to be in five movies. Yes. Where do I sign? Yeah, no, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, I think we're going to be seeing a return to that style uh, because there's so only a couple big style uh, movie house productions like Amazon is buying MGM now. Jeez. You have you have Disney owning nearly everything, and Warner Brothers slash HBO slash AT and T slash Turner Media slash like eighty four other things they have, and I think you're going to see actors getting locked into long term contracts like that because disney's uh, going to protect their actors for sure because it's uh, the disney yeah. brand that's true I so, who's seen the remake of this movie that they did a couple years ago i think it was jordan the, peele did it i think i never see it right been meaning to no one's seen it i've never wow. seen it yet no is it oh yeah it's hard to make this a, a really it's scary a type movie. Yeah, I agree. It's like one of those. He's just invisible. It's not like no. He, has he just takes his clothes off. Right. Yeah, he has nothing. The remake like is it. like a one star film. Compared to this being a four or five. Like like wow. honestly, like the character herself, I like it. Like the original, like I like how it's part of the monster, the Family. universe. Yeah, the, the 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 originals, but he's on the bottom of the list. You know what I'm he's, saying? He's not like. He has a lot of kills. Don't get me. Get he's probably got killed more kills than Frankenstein, you know. <laughs> but just because this one movie fucking just took out a train, like, <laughs> just the train just decimated. Yeah, he's but, like, yeah, he's the leaderboard. He is the serial killer of the group. Yeah, hundred and four kills and two non-counted deaths. 
So 104 wow. kills, injuries in the Invisible Man, 1933. That's that's crazy. That's impressive. This movie is a fucking masterpiece. That's fucking impressive. That's gonna give my that's gonna give me my rating is gonna be a little bit higher. Than yeah, yeah, he's going mad. He he's just proving himself that he's like basically. I, I'm a god. I'm ruling this world. I can just come over here and do this. No one sees me. I I, I put judgment. I'm like, I let you live or not, basically, attitude. I think if you think back to the time of the 30s, it's just coming out of the First World War and, and such. You know what I mean? So it's like the whole mentality of one man taking over, what not having the power to. It's like, ah, uh, you know what I mean? in that period. It's yeah. horrific to them in that period. I mean, it's still a you know, it's still a problem to think about now. But back then, it's like, oh my god, you know. This movie is a fucking masterpiece. There's Kyle all, all the way from Canada. I don't remember what part. Fellow Canadian. There we go. There you go. The part made me laugh. I did like how he was sitting there, basically eating dinner, and he gave out all his weaknesses. Oh so yeah. If it's snowing, or if it's foggy out, like dude, okay, you only go out in a sunny. Uh, day or a fucking clear night sky? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, he gives like, a that Don't kill people in the winter, especially it's snowing. Yeah, and you but can't even wear clothes because it's gonna, you're standing yeah. outside, butt ass naked. Yeah, he would have frostbite. He would have been done. I don't know how the fuck he was moving around and shit in the fucking freezing. This Look, I'm, I'm in Canada. I can guarantee you, there is no way <laughs> you're spending more than like. Max, five minutes outside, butt ass, bare ass. Like, I've done it five minutes outside, bare ass, when I'm up in the country, not in the city, because I'm not crazy to get arrested. And, <laughs> like, you jump into the hot tub, run out and lie into the snow, do your snow angel, and you run back in the hot tub. Wait, that's a, that's, a white, that's a white person thing. Yeah, yeah it's fully white person. Fully white <laughs> person. Just call flag on the flag. Yeah, Blow the whistle. Fucking flags, like, uh-uh, not happening. No, it's I, a white I, person I, thing. I, I do understand getting into a hot tub, butt ass naked. But I'm like, why the fuck are these? You're so you're getting out of this nice, comfortable hot tub to go do some snow angels, naked snow angels. Yeah. So, Eric, if you put a spin on it, it's the same thing that uh, athletes train. They do the ice baths. They jump yeah. in and they jump out and go into the steam room. Then they yeah. launch and go jump back into the ice bath. Look, it's the same thing. Like, it's crazy. good for your muscles, sturdy. It's good <laughs> for your muscles. It's good for yeah. re regrowth. I don't think they're doing it for the. I think they're just. No, we're, we're it. drunk no, and high. Yeah, we're exactly, drunk and drunk. high. Yeah, exactly. I tried. I, I tried. It's your, it's your one friend is sitting like, yo, white deer, you go fucking go jump in that snowbank. No, no like, Canadians okay. are dumb enough to do it. Well, they dare you listen. to get naked go jump in that snowbank and then jump in the hot tub. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I, I love how Joe's man. like, I ain't getting involved in this motherfucking conversation. <laughs> you start talking about being naked outside and I kind of tuned out. <laughs> He's like that, that white boy is too crazy for my white ass. Hey, when I was younger, if it was a dare, it's, it's you know, it's going it's down. Shit, white people do. What can we say? I'm We're crazy. Not mad at it. Not mad at it. <laughs> so, what's everybody's rating for this movie? Before we hop into the wheel and something else also cool, I want to announce on here. Ah, uh, son of a. F sorry. <sighs> hockey. Yeah, hockey. Sorry, can Kyle. I hope you're, you're watching the hockey game. If you're not, me and Phil are very disappointed in you, and so is Drake and Justin Bieber. They're disappointed. Fucking a. Okay, I guess I'll rate it. For, oh, Kyle, nine and a half. Kyle, nine, nine and a half from Kyle. Kyle. Okay. okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I, I'm gonna go with an eight, um, because I think mostly I was comparing it to the other, uh, black and white. You know, the original monsters. And I was ranking them. I was like, oh, he's last. Eight's still a good score. I enjoyed it. There was some. 
stupid parts. Like I did not like that lady. How Kyle, she fucking like she you, went man, uh, like, like screaming out of lady? nowhere. Oh. I was like, is this a comedy or a horror movie? Because she did that like old school, eh, running around in a circle, like oh, fucking gosh. Benny Hill type shit going on. I'm like, that what the fuck annoying. is going on? And it was like nonstop. It wasn't one scene. Everything someone did something, she's like, ah, loud as hell, just runs down the stairs. Like crazy as hell. I, I was like, the fuck? I, I really wanted to know if the 1930s, like if someone got scared, that was their go-to answer, just to throw their hands up, run around in a circle. I, I figured, did the whole Kyle, village, uh, did the I figured village, as much. And I want to know in the 1930s, did everybody's village or town knew each other and just followed the leader into one big line, just follows the, like a cop. You try to follow a cop now, they're going to say, get the fuck across stay, the street. Yeah, stay the fuck back. They're like, yeah, come well, on, guys. You want to follow me? Let's see what's going on. Like the whole, the whole town. It's like, yeah, come on, let's go. And was this based in London? Yeah, it was a small town out of. Uh, okay, England. that's another thing. London, I'm sure winter if it's snowing, I'm sure it's another place that's cold as fuck because it rains all the time. And I heard it. They cold. don't really have snow in England. That's the thing. Oh, they so don't that, okay. generally have snow. They're like it's weird when they have snow. It like they shut down the country pretty much because they don't have Damn. the equipment uh like north america does like north america gets like slammed like mother nature's like we don't like you snow yep with the rest of europe it's like sprinkling of snow oh it's not just that it's tornadoes hurricanes earthquakes we get everything that's, <laughs> that's the states i'm talking canada uh you know north america not just america jeez yeah. Think it whenever someone says yeah. America, you think it's all about you. There's a whole yeah. other part yeah, of the okay. continent. Thank you very much. You know what? I broke that rule because I used to complain about that. So when I used to say I'm from New York, and everybody all magically thinks you're from the city. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no. I'm like, New York is big. You know, there's <laughs> it's all a whole shit. state. Yeah. <laughs> well. Anyways, yeah, my rating <laughs> I would put is like going on a full on tangent about uh countries now uh my i would put it yeah it's an eight it's a solid eight um it aged well um the acting is just over the top just enough so it's entertaining and it's not taking it i feel like no one's taking this the whole movie serious nah. like everybody's just like having a great time with it and i'm sorry are you how high are you worst damn power trip you just like no. Smiling, bouncing like you're higher than everybody's saying. I, I love this movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, this this movie is fun. Like you put it on and you're entertained because either the acting is just so over the top, or the or you're just like, oh my god, the 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 movie is just so well paced and the gra the uh, the special effects or the effects just hold up. I'm I'm still so impressed by the effects. Yeah. All right. Like I said, one of my faves, a uh, bunch of the cinematography that's done, the close-up shots, some of the transitions, the overselling of the acting, you know, like you said with the the, the, the lady there of the house. Yeah. Um, it's just, it, like, it's just enough, like, just have fun, but still, like, think of the time, and like you said, think of where, what they're thinking about and what topics is relevant to them, and it's like, yeah, I get it, I get it, you know what I mean? It, it's cool. Going gonna, with the eight. I'm gonna eight. play devil's advocate and uh, and be the one that gives it a lower rating. Um, not that I don't think it was a great movie, but I, I, of a ten rating, I'm gonna give this movie like a six and a half or a seven, maybe a solid seven. Now I will say that I would give any other. I would probably not any other, but I would give Dracula, Frankenstein, The Wolfman, 
those are 10 star movies for me. Yes. Those are solid 10 out of 10 universal early monster movies. This film, however, it, it I did have some problems with it in the fact that I really did enjoy it, but it also was like at moments, yeah, you didn't know if it was a horror, you didn't know if it was a comedy. It was there's a lot of Benny Hill, Keystone Cops. Yep. There was a lot of like just silly silliness, and I would only assume that that was intentional. And it is fun. And uh, what uh, Power Trip said, I thought was also really kind of interesting about the time, you know, just coming out of war and all of that. Because at the end, he talks about how he would uh, he could he could sell this to the next nation, and they would dominate the world. And that's a pretty pretty powerful message to put in a movie. And I think that that's really cool. Um, but the fact that the, the film was never really, I don't get that creepy, scary vibe that I get from watching Frankenstein or The Mummy mm-hmm. or Dracula or The Wolfman or even Creature from the Black Lagoon, probably my, all of my, my favorites. So I do think this was a great film, but I also wanted to touch on one thing that I had a big problem with in the story was that, you know, he, there's not a whole lot of like, sense in the fact that I understand he takes this drug, mon- monocaine, and he's injected it. He's been doing these self-experiments. But, like, he literally goes from in one second, in one scene, from, like, trying to find the cure to turn himself back, to be back with his sweetheart, to a raging lunatic. And we don't see a transformation. We don't see a gradual process. It's like this character snap. And then later on he talks about wanting to – save himself again and it, there was like this weird thing that was like this dr jekyll mr hyde but it just didn't quite add up so the movie mm. wasn't quite horror it wasn't quite comedy didn't have that creepy universal but it was important for its time it was revolutionary it had some amazing effects for what they did so you have to just like really look at this thing and go this is a masterpiece of a film but i'm still going to give it a seven rating mm. i have a question for everybody on the panel how many have read the H.G. Wells' uh, Invisible Man? In school, in school I, I probably read like half of it. I never finished the book. I don't like okay. reading, honestly. I, I got like an a ADHD type shit, and I'll yeah. read the same paragraph like three times. Then I just like, you motherfucker, and I'll just throw the book. <laughs> um, no, the book, is, the book is of its time, obviously, because it is written back in the early part of the cent- uh, last century. But it's it, it's like Frankenstein. It's like the Dracula book. It's entertaining. The Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I've read all of them because I love reading books, but especially when they're, the movies are based on them to see the similarities. And this one is actually very similar to the book. Um, wow. And that's mainly because H.G. Wells, when he sold the rights to it, he's like, I get final say on the, the draft. And so uh, when the new the writer came in and uh, wrote the script for it, and he, he stayed as close as possible, and I believe someone did say something, yeah, Restream did say The Invisible Maniac, a lot of the other uh, script writers were writing it based on that story and not The uh, Invisible Man from H.G. Wells. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Little knowledge from uh, the podcast mogul. Uh, <laughs> just throwing that out there. I'm going to give this movie a six. Um, the cheat code helped with this movie. And then just some of the things that all you guys discussed in this movie it definitely helped it out. But it wasn't that it wasn't like really there for me. Like a lot of black and whites are. It didn't go like over that next limit. I felt mm-hmm. 
always on that boundary and just never crossed it. I understand it's from 33, though. I 100% understand that. But still, I feel like I could have took it a little further. I'm sure other movies took would have taken it a little further in these times and this, you know, in that era back then. But at the same time, it's enjoyable. Would I watch it again? Probably not. I might watch the 2021 one time just because. But yes, a solid six for this one. Solid six. Nice range of uh, rankings. Yeah. Uh, so let me pull this up really quick, gentlemen. I probably would watch this again, by the way. My answer. The only reason is because, like I said, I like the original fucking uh, monsters. Yeah, so. universals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I just realized this has kind of been a tradition in my family because it's it's like Halloween. It's the Monster Mash time, you know what yeah, I mean? So you're yeah, going to go yeah. back and watch all this stuff. The Monster Mash. But really quick guys so as you guys can see brides of satan which james and i did review a few months ago now i don't remember yeah, a while came. back yeah maybe even last, sometime last year and uh as you can see there, there there's two and one of them is going to be given away Woo! Cool. Giveaway? yes sir and tell us about this giveaway anybody can join this giveaway as long as okay it ships to us and canada so anybody so North else? America. Yeah. Including the ones that aren't attached. But anyway, yes. Um, everything is expensive. <laughs> That's for sure. So there's two of them right there. One's mine and one's one of yours. How do you get this? I'm going to tell you what. Tune in Tuesday and find out. Tune in next oh. week and find out how you get this. Wow. That's not fair. Yeah. Because check out the episode on Tuesday, but one of these is going to be given away, and I actually have somebody who was a huge part of this movie on the podcast tonight. My guy Joe, Missouri. Film. Thank you for for doing that, Sir Sturdy. I do appreciate you promoting and putting it out there. Of course, like I told you when when I had you on for the interview, I told you I was going to grab two. I was going to get one for myself, and I was going to get one for a giveaway. And good for your word. I got to be a man of my word when it comes to that stuff. Man. There are, and I appreciate that. I had a lot of fun talking on your show. But is there anything you want to tell the people about this, about your film? Um, yeah, I mean, it's still available on the Blu-ray uh, double edition, the double disc um, limited edition Blu-ray that you can get through Dark Side releasing. You can also screen it right now on Vimeo.com. Like, it's just like Vimeo on demand. Vimeo slash on demand Brides of Satan. I think for about three, three or four bucks. Um, also, we are going to be, we are already kind of in the digital version. We're going to be at Cannes uh, Film Festival in France um, next July 8th. That's, it is. That's awesome. So we'll be there represented with uh, Dark Side releasing. One of our, you know, sellers will be there representing the movie. So hopefully we get, you know, a good international VOD deal and we start um, showing in other countries. But for now, we're like I said, we're just available on the uh, the Blu-ray through the website and then Vimeo.com, and then also on the A, we'll be in retail. So the the you will no longer be able to get the double disc, but the single disc cheaper version of the movie will be in like Walmart, Barnes and Noble, Target, any of those major distributors where you can find films. 
So uh, awesome. well done, out. sir. Well done. Thank you so much. Right I, I love the co the cover is awesome and it sold me already. It feels like that old eighty style, you know, horror movie. So you sold me already on the cover. Right. So well like done, like man. I said, Aaron and I reviewed it. It, it was fun movie. It was a fun the movie. Colors in this movie, like when the lighting, when especially like in the dark scenes, the colors in this movie are fucking amazing, and there's titties. <laughs> That sold <laughs> boom good amount of titties yeah a lot of people do compliment the cinematography that was done by noel maitland he really did a great job and that poster art was done by steve rice i see i like the poster art like that it, it brings you back memories when you used to go to a movie store and the yeah. covers pop out at you Fuck yeah. <laughs> And you're like, oh, check this out. What's my this? first thought, James? I'm glad you said that. My first thought, as far as like going back to those times, was <laughs> blacklight, like because the purples and shit in here and the little yeah. pinks. Oh yeah, blacklight is the first thing I freaking thought of. I'm just like, yes, and it's those times, and it fits with the it fits with the theme of the film. Nice. So definitely, definitely check that film out. Go out there and buy it. And maybe one of you lucky people, one lucky person is going to get one of these, and you're gonna find out next Tuesday. When we are reviewing, I guess I'll pull up the movie. Or yeah, the, what what like, movie are we reviewing yeah. Tuesday? What we're reviewing on Tuesday. Here comes the wheel. Go all the way around. Dun, dun. James, maybe we'll get the Phantasm this time. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, man. This is the slowest spin of life. Oh, no, he didn't click it yet. He waits to oh, okay. it. Okay. He has to see himself before oh. he spins it. You're damn right I do. Every single time. <laughs> Wheel of movies. Lopez. Great film. Oh. Okay. Jennifer Lopez, The Cell. Great movie. Great fucking movie. Why is Dead Calm showing up? That's weird. I don't know. I was I was a little confused because I'm like, that's not the poster I remember for I'm the so cell. <laughs> Who remembers I, the horse scene from the cell? I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? Oh, I haven't man. seen it. Oh, you're in for it, my friend. That is a fucking great film. That movie's. I it's it's fucking one of those like what the fuck wow it's movies like. Up. It's dark. It's yeah, great. it's dark. It's not a mind fuck. It's just it's dark. It's like yeah. yeah. Really? It's like, yeah. It's, yeah. It's like probably around like the hostel, like kind of like yeah, that kind arc, of. like yeah. twisted. Have you ever seen the cube? No. Nope. Uh, mm -hmm. Canadian yeah. classic. You should watch it again. Shout out to the Canadians who made that. It's in the same like dark style that the cube is. And they made a whole bunch of different. Uh, I think it came out probably around the same time. The cell and the cube came out probably around the same time, early 2000. And uh, it's the cell is a twistedly great movie, so yeah, the, it's going to be a good movie to watch. So that that director, his name is Tar Sam, and I think he only did two films: the cell, and then after that, he did a movie called The Fall. Has anyone seen The Fall? Yeah, yeah, that, we, yeah we did. Yeah, we just reviewed that. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's a cool movie. Oh yeah. yeah, real colorful, real like really vibrant, really like trippy as hell, man. Yeah, it was a beautiful film. They shot it in like twenty countries or something. Like, yeah, it's got yeah, underwater. Like, you look looking at that and going, like, how did this? How did they make this film? Yeah. So I really like that director. He's very visual. 
So the cell, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be a very interesting one. And J-Lo's in it, too. Can't go wrong with J-Lo. It's Vaughn, right? Yeah. That, that's him. And this was a while back, so it's a younger J-Lo, too, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. it's Jenny from the block, J-Lo, so you yeah, know it's time. time, Jenny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't worry, I'll behave. <laughs> <laughs> I barely behave. Uh, um, never. <laughs> but before we get any further, I just want to let you guys know about Hemparita. It is an awesome, amazing CBD. There is a shooter, and there is gummies. I don't have any right now, but they're delicious. You use them all. <laughs> exactly, because I ran out because they're so delicious. But you can go to iHemperita.com. That's right, iHemperita.com. Use promo code search 30 on your way of checking out. Save 10%. You spent over 50 bucks, free shipping. Right now, it's only in the 50 states legally. Canada, I'm going to talk to the guy that owns this and figure this shit out. I'm going to oh. try my best because I'm going to meet him this summer. I'm not making that up either. So I'm going to talk to him and see what's going on because I got peeps in Canada that would buy this stuff. Damn right. But it's also in Canada, it's hard because it, we got the federal government that controls everything and you have to go through them. So you have to get licensed and there's a whole bunch of baloney that you have to deal with. But mm. we, 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 we're legally allowed to walk down the street and smoke with joints. So there's the positive of that, you know. That's great. That's great. But I'm just saying, though, you know. I would love to get some hemp. Hemparita up and try out this stuff because hell amazing. It's amazing. (laughs) You don't got gummies up here, which sucks. It's a CBD you can actually feel. It's very relaxing, especially if you're a smoker and you smoke first and then have a gummy or two or drink half or the whole shooter. The shooter, that one little bottle is two servings. One gummy is one serving. So, What's the percent uh, in there of CBD? Do you know? I do not remember, honestly. But I I know it's... uh, it counts because it can go all 50 states because it's like 0.002 of THC in there or something like it has okay. like some kind of number like that in there. I think it could be up to like 0.005 or something. Yeah, something like that. Really it's low. At, at the max. But okay. it's great. It's delicious. It's go get you some. They, they should use you for the uh, the commercial. I'm, you know what? I'm going to talk to him about that. That's where, you, that's where you could do it this yeah. summer. Videotape a fucking commercial. There you go. That would be dope. I got to do it now. I got to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Where go? Ideas, 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 my brother. Yes, sir. That's what the Z Network's for. Boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> Damn right about that. So... Everybody said, well, I know I said I probably won't watch this again, but you guys said you would all watch this again. I probably would watch like it would be uh, probably around Halloween. I think this like uh, worst damn power trip said it's it falls into the Halloween type monster mash movie. It's going to fall into the my rotation um, of movies during Halloween. I would watch Uh, probably do like a full invisible man or invisible person uh, marathon and just pick, you know, some of the classics like you, you got to have this one got to have hollow man the remake just to compare all the oh, craziness yeah. mm. oh well if you go that route then i'd say maybe for something like that especially if the wife was like hey let's watch all the invisible like kind of you're just saying let's all the invisible man movies or let's watch all the invisible people movies or whatever i'm like you know what let's let's do it that's cool i was wondering if they've ever done an invisible woman movie 
They ha- they did. Yeah. yeah. They did. Part, okay. part three, probably. It was in the list. I was reading this about this earlier. I know there's a, a Visible Man Returns. I think that's the nice. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's been all kinds of reiterations of this film. Yeah, I, I was just not sure if they've done a woman because I know they've done men like every single one is a pretty much Invisible Man makes sense, right? But I, I was wondering if they ever done a, did a female version of it and maybe he, heard, he, he never got a crossover. You know how a lot of them got crossovers like Frankenstein meets Dracula. Oh, or, yeah. Or yeah. Costello yeah. meet the Wolfman, yeah. Frankenstein. Well, because he would die in two seconds. You know, like they had to fight each other. He's just human. He's just invisible. Werewolf well, will sniff him out and rip him apart. Apparently, he has superhuman strength because he says yeah. to the guy, I am very strong. <laughs> so this is one of those movies ah. where it's like, if they say it, it exists. I think that's how they. Well, he did it. lift up a man without a problem, put him in a car. Yeah. Like oh, a baby. that's true. Like that's true. Baby. Like a baby. He's like, oh, oh he pushes the baby stroller. Do you remember that shot? Yo, I, I was like, wow. <laughs> 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 it was like, tip, what tip you? That was some shit. Not, that some not shit. Go wrong. Baby stroller. <laughs> that is that is the worst criminal act in in the world. <laughs> That's how you make a villain nowadays. Yeah, He's no, knocked over not, baby carriage. Don't mind the train where no. 104 people, but you know <laughs> a fucking baby carriage. Come baby on. Baby carriage. Come on, What, Phil? Phil? I'm going to say something that's worse than knocking over a baby carriage. It's pretty bad, man. Harming an animal. The train, when the train shot happened, man, I, I was like... Uh, uh, Harming yeah, a dog. I like yeah, it. it's a dog. You can get it's away with a, a cat, dog. but a dog, you can't. Like a cat or a dog, an animal in general, if you're doing it for no reason, yeah, you get upset about nah, that. Nah, you don't take a goldfish, just flush it. You're like, whatever. I'm not a goldfish. Right? Like a cat or a dog. Raise the cat with like paint or something. The cat's like knocks some snow or some dust on this guy's head, and he like shoots it with like a. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it was like tar. See, and the cat was like covered in goo. I was like, they, it was. I was that took me back too, man. Cat <laughs> abuse in this film. Yeah, you're like fuck the baby. Like you hurt the cat, man. That can't the cat's blind now. Can't see. Got painting eyes. He's strangling everybody. It sprayed his butthole and it fucking dried. Now the turds won't come out. Wow. He was, he was ballsy too. This guy was ballsy, right? <laughs> <laughs> he went out to like 500 pop and like smack him. My apologies, Phil. <laughs> you know, and run off. Just because he wasn't which. I feel it kind of crazy. Like I, I thought it was real smart when they all locked arms. I'm like, how did you not catch him if you're all locking arms and he can't? Because you want to know why? There's a gap. He sat there like this, and it <laughs> went over him. And he stood up and he was behind him. He's like, tag, tag. Guess what, guys? It wasn't as no. He would be the king of hide and go seek. Gotta yeah. say, he would be the king. Like, hey, uncle, we're going to play hide and go seek. He's like, excellent. They had to have thought. <laughs> you know, they had to have been trying to make people laugh with this shit. Yeah, it was one of those games. Like you ever play that Red Rover where you run through your friend's hands, but yeah, they do yeah. full arm length. It's like a yeah, big gap it's in the trailer. Knees. It's in the trailer. I watched the trailer before the movie because I was like, "How bad is this going to be?" Because I was worried. It's a 1933 movie, right? And then I watched the trailer. And I'm like, "No, this is going to be gold. This yeah. is going to be just pure <laughs> entertainment because of how like crazy it is." And then they did the Rev Rover, and I was like, "Why didn't they use the net like they did in the room?" Okay, we gotta make sure he's not here. Listens to us, and they so they put up the net and walked across the room. They should have got a bigger net and did that. 
I think the best part is when they were swapping at, like you had like 20 of them and yeah. when he's choking yeah. with some guy or throwing and they're just using a stick and hitting bushes. And I'm like, <laughs> um, no, <laughs> I want to know who thought this plan up. Like, really? Yeah, there's a lot of silly shit in there. Same thing I thought. <laughs> Power trip is just like, man, Phil's just telling the truth. I mean, preach, brother, preach. <laughs> they, they called it a horror sci-fi, like, you, but you got to think about it. If you really think about it, this might be the first horror comedy film ever made. Mm -hmm. Oh, it very well might be. I, I dare you to find something around earlier you know, than that, this. That, that makes sense because, like I said, because they overacting and everything, it was funny to me. Certain but, parts were funny. But, but my question to you guys. Because I do agree with that. For like looking at this, you can chuckle at a lot of things. Was it meant to be funny, or is it just funny to us because of the way this movie was back in the day? Funny to us. Yeah. I feel like they had to know, man. With some of those scenes where they're beating the bushes and like this lady's running around screaming on the table. Okay. Yeah. Forty-five seconds in that movie, like. Yeah, that's you know, true. Because that—that's why I was questioning. I was like, in the thirties, did people do this? You're in a bar and a fucking lady's just. Oh, her hand above her head, just screaming loud as hell, jumping on tables and shit. Listen, it is England. It's another country, another way of life. And it's 1930 in a country place. Like, there's, it may be 1930 in the rest of the world, but they're still probably living in 1855, you know, <laughs> when they overact and shit. It's, a, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. you have to, they didn't well, have all this newfangled tech. Where he, he throws the guy, he throws the guy down the stairs and the dude hits his head. And he's like got a concussion, and the wife's screaming. And like in the next shot, he's drinking a glass of wine. Yeah, he's like, "I'll just drink." I mean, that's they fucking had to have been like, "This is a joke, right?" But then, then she said something to him, and he said something, and she started screaming again. I don't know <laughs> like, what the fuck. Yeah, because with, with what you're just saying, though, Joe, just because of like with sports like the NFL and with mixed martial arts now, and even boxing to an extent. With the head injuries, like they're really learning more and more about it. So I feel like in the thirties, they're probably just like, "Oh, he just hit his noggin. He bumped his noggin. He's dizzy for a little bit." When he gets up, give him a drink. Because think about it, like when if you're in physical pain and you just get drunk, that time you're drunk, you're not gonna feel shit. Yeah, that's medicine, man. You gotta fucking numb you. You're probably gonna bump into more shit and feel worse when you get up. <laughs> I I want I want to point out that Sir Sturdy just said. Oh, and boxing—they they deal with brain a little bit of brain injury. The whole sport is a brain injury. No, no, no. What I meant, what, what I meant by that was actually like admitting to it and like opening up, okay. looking into it deeper, not the head. Injury. Oh, okay, that's a huge yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, whoa, you you got MMA there, you got NFL, and then you're like, oh yeah, but boxing—they they oh, they deal with a bit of brain injury too. There too, I'm being disrespectful. Hockey, it's fine. Hockey actually, um, what's funny, the NFL blocked. Yeah, the Canadian because hockey, uh, we we've announced like CT or the CTE, I think it is or whatever it is, and we have a special mm -hmm. helmet in that. But and the company Bauer, who makes those helmets, is barred from doing business and selling that the same style of helmets and the protection to the NFL because the NFL has an agreement with the U.S. government and the military. Ooh, mm. yeah. So the CTE could have been like taken care of. Thanks to the Canadian hockey hmm. companies, but the NFL was like, "No, we have the military or something along those lines." Like, it's something ridiculous. The, like, yeah, it's probably the money too. Like, the money. Yeah. They don't care about it. It's just a fucking. They listen. 
we would do this, but they're going to pay us a lot more. Yeah, yeah pretty much. The military I, I is going to write us a blank check. We like yeah. the blank check. Yeah. That's and that's all she wrote. That's, 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 how, that's how the world goes, people. That's how the world goes. Make sure you use code Sir Sturdy at uh, what's the website again? Hemperita.com. <laughs> you can get up to ten percent off your order, and if you oh. order fifty dollars, free international shipping to Canada and the U.S. Canada soon. Canada soon. Talk. Coming soon. I'm gonna talk to the people. Yeah. And don't forget to go check out Brides of Satan, people. Yes, the Brides of Satan. Joe, did you direct it or did you write it? I wrote it, produced it, directed it, edited it, and did some of the sound design. Jesus. He was just all he was the whole fucking he, he, You're just an overachiever in my book. Yeah. <laughs> He's fucking overachieving. You're like, oh, I'm gonna do everything. If Kevin Smith can do it, I can do yeah. it too. <laughs> You're probably it all goes down to money, money, really. It's just money. Like you know, you, you do everything that you can do and spread the spread the tasks out. Hey, I but you know, to do it, do it. Took us five years to do. You know, it was a pretty small team. Um, I, in fact, like a lot of the credits are the names of the credits are fake. They're like, <laughs> like I'm credited. Whenever you need a fake credit, I I'm full. I will be more than happy to yeah. sell my name for feel just better. some. Feel, yeah, feel better. It just randomly. Best grip boy, feel better. Yeah, <laughs> why not? So we're excited about the film. Uh, it's also just got into this uh, festival in Orlando. I can't remember the name of it. Wish I could. Oh, it's called uh, the Halloween Horror Picture Show in Newport Ritchie, Florida. So we'll be nice. there sometime this year. And like I said, hopefully we do get a can and we get on some VOD. We get international VOD, and then hopefully we're on Amazon or Shutter. Or something like that here soon um and i'm working on a couple new movies too i've got quite a few projects kind of in the work but i, I really don't want to do an indiegogo or a kickstarter or any of that stuff it's just exhausting for everyone so uh when the money shows up we'll shoot the next movie which i think is going to be called house of the succubus and oh. it's a very like a kind of 80s 90s throwback of a bunch of like hot girls to go and clean that go into a clean a house and get caught up with a sexual succubus demon that wants oh, to their flesh in their souls <laughs> and their holes. Play <laughs> <Hey>, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, horror sex comedy, almost with that Cinemax kind of like USA up all night, Cinemax kind of raunchy vibe. <laughs> nothing but fun. Nothing but nothing but fun. I, I like, entertainment and films me too which is why i like i said why i gave kind of a low score on the invisible man from 1933 if they had boobs in it he would have gave it a 10 for sure yeah some more boobs would have been great but i don't think okay. that would have been, been cool but just yeah. some invisible boobs invisible <laughs> ah, i'm flushing you all you can't see the first beauty in film i wonder <laughs> Well, that would be a really weird sex scene, though. It'll just the girl on her back with her legs up, and you don't see nothing else. I don't what? need fifty. Would it be a bad thing? <laughs> <laughs> You'd see a bush like no, like you've never seen before. Though, that's <laughs> Fuck, guys! Horrible. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh shit!
I am getting burnt up in the group chat with those boys down in Tampa, and I don't even want to look at it. <laughs> We're losing 2-1. God damn it. What, us, what um, uh, period is it? Is it period? It's, yeah, so it's just the end of the second. Uh, we got another 10 minute. Uh, we have another period of 20 to go. We got a 10-minute break right now. Uh, the, they scored with less than a second left on the clock. And, like, they were reviewing it. That's how close it was to the uh, to uh, the, the the time going out. Like, did did they actually score in during the period? And, uh, yeah, they scored with, like, 0.5 seconds left. Like, uh, you saw it go over, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm. So, yeah, I'm sorry. It's all right, man. You still got to hold on the period, though. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's 2-1. We got a chance. Got Jesus Price and Nets. Come on, boys. Uh, but yeah, we got this. We got this. All right. So good uh, luck, sir. Good luck. Thank you. Best. Are we are we closing it up? I don't know what's going on now. I'm, I don't normally host this show. I don't know how long we go for. <laughs> we just go till we go. I mean, I, we can wrap it up whenever, though. But um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna need to jump off. So I, if you guys want to continue without me. <laughs> Uh, I got a hockey game. Like, I gave you two periods. I need to at least watch my third period live. <laughs> All right. I'll say, you know what, Phil? And he, and he has a friend that needs his shoulder. Yeah, right we, need to, yeah we need to right. discuss hey, with He might be crying, too, if they lose this game. Yeah, so. I, I'm definitely going to be crying if we lose. I'm going to tears, those, ugly you, cry. You get those tissues and your ice cream. Are you, don't, just don't make your problem worse than hers. Don't sit there and complain to her and go, yeah, but – Oh, no, 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 no. I'm gonna I'm not gonna say I'm gonna you're right, it's a horrible problem. The Hab's losing, I'm just crying out of one eye, just like, yeah, you're right, it's a horrible thing. It's horrible. Gonna, you're because you're gonna be emotional, which is gonna we're not gonna discuss anymore just in case she's watching. If she hi. is, hi, uh yeah, they, they all know the problem. They don't know your name, it's fine. I hope I'm looking at my phone right now to make sure. So nope. we're safe still. Um there's no death threats yet. So we'll see. <laughs> good, good, good. You be safe, my friend. <laughs> oh, it was a pleasure being on the show. I'm going to bounce out. You guys are going to probably continue. And uh, Joe, pleasure meeting you. I'm um, looking forward to watching The Brides of Satan and your future Succubus movies because uh, I think they're going to be great. A re re revitalization of the 80s, ni uh, 90s, silly skin flick horror movies. Yes. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that. Um, Appreciate James, that. You're very welcome. James, always nice a pleasure. Yeah. Worst power trip. You're always high, and I love it. You just look <laughs> always You always look high. Okay. You're always just like squinting I'm at me. I'm just a happy guy. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll go with that. Happy, Sir Sturdy, the Invisible Man himself, an amazing guy. Uh, thank oh, you for having me on the show. We need to get you back on my show. Of course. Everybody, I'm the podcast mogul. I am leaving. Good night. Have a good one, man. Have a good Thanks one. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate your time as well. I appreciate being on the show. Thank you, yeah. Phil. Thank you, Power right. Trip. Thank you, James. No Thank problem, you, Security. Thanks for the promotion. And oh, uh, it was a time. Thanks, gentlemen. Have, have a good one, man. Have a good one. Stay strange. <laughs> nice, nice, man. That was a fun one. That was a fun one. Yeah. We didn't. Uh, we didn't bring up R. Kelly though. I'm a little disappointed. Mm. And I he mean, nothing really got peed on. Well, the cat. Oh, the cat got peed on by some spray paint. That's true. And That's true. Just think of how many people R. Kelly would have peed on if he was invisible. Oh man, for real, for real. No, no, uh, 
kids safe. No. You walk outside and all of a sudden they're like, what the fuck? And hit with a stream. Yep. Oh, man. He'll be Jesus. everywhere. Just drinking <laughs> water all day and Gatorade. Jesus. Jesus. That's how he'd get caught, though, because he'd be so stupid. He <laughs> just follow the stream in the drip. It's <laughs> in the piss. And they just like throw some paint on him. Yellow paint because he likes to pee. Oh, there we go. I feel better. Yo, uh, oh, real quick before we end. I did the end was quick. I didn't like the ending kind of. It was kind of like they set the bar on fire. He walked right out. He took up steps like he was running toward like he didn't go like, oh shit, the cops are here. He was running straight at him and they shot him twice and he just dropped. I was like, yeah. okay. The ending was like, yeah. But I still like it. It wasn't bad, but yeah, like uh, I said, I'm still gonna stick with my six with that movie. It was like Litru. That was better than this. Oh, um, I see. Well, that's a different style. Yeah, that storytelling was. The other Black and White was better than this too. The other, uh, I forgot what I it was. See it. it was um the heist one. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Rafifi. Rafifi, there you go. But you're right; they are both different. They're they're different, but at the same time, I feel like they can almost fall in the same genre. In a sense of this, not because I don't really see this. I mean, I get why it's a horror film because I guess when it came out, but I don't really see this as a horror film. I see it's like, like, like you said, it could be the first comedy horror. Yeah, bo- it's like a borderline type of deal. I don't know. I don't know. More like a thriller, like a like a serial killer. He was like he was a serial killer in a way. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's kind of like the first Red oh, Skull. <laughs> Thanks for joining. Guy corrupted by his power, by his yeah, yeah, yeah. good stuff. Yeah, but oh. yeah, still quick end. But still, it's a classic, man. You just can't complain too much. It's where everything else came from. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The uh, the original monsters, like the Universal monsters, like I like them. Like that's when I will watch this again. I think if I'll go and like I have to watch, if I watch this again, it's gonna have to. I'm gonna have to watch Dracula, Frankenstein again. Yeah, yeah. you gotta go through the whole walk, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. by the way, monster movies. I'm really pissed off. I cannot find Werewolf in London. Uh, really? Yeah, you can find the American Werewolf in London. You can find other Wolf, Wolf Man. Werewolf in London is one of those movies I cannot fucking find, even with Cinema HD. I cannot find it for some reason. Hmm. Mm. Well, I last time I searched, let's say, and that was like a few months ago. But I never tried again. I gotta find it because I'm like, why is this? What they're hiding it? I'm like, what the fuck? Because I just seen it in a long time, and I think that that might be like one of the best werewolf movies. For I can't me. recall it honestly. I know I've seen it, but I, I don't remember it. And yeah, now I'm worried me. if I'm confusing always in my head American werewolf and you might be because the um, it was more old school, like the transformation of the werewolf. It was like um. I don't know. I, I just really enjoyed it. It was like one of those monster flicks. I was like, damn. I was like, this is fucking cool. And I tried to watch it uh, a few months ago and I couldn't find it. Mm. So, but if anybody finds it, let me know. Because I want to watch sure it. Sure will. Word. Sure. That- Yo, the first. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you after. But uh, had a good time. Thank you. Really? Yeah. Yeah, the, link, the link I just posted in there, people, is um, for a podcast called The Devil Made Me Do It, which we know Joe from Any Last Words. It's mm-hmm. her podcast with her friend uh, Desiree. 
So go check that. Go give that right. page a like. Go follow the YouTube channel and all that stuff too because, you know, we like to support. They support us. Let's support them too as well, people. So go go give that a like. Go give it a like. Definitely. And subscribe to their YouTube channel as well, which you can get the link from their Facebook page. Yep. But, um, gentlemen, I guess we can all bounce now. Um, I had a great time. Always pleasure there. as always. Thank you. Yes, yes. On a special night. Usually it's Thursdays, but yeah. But by, by the way, was that the most you've ever had on yours at one time? No. no. The most I had was nine on that once, I believe. There was holy ten. shit. It was the um I didn't join it, but it was the uh this was the popcorn and pines, by the way. That was the uh three year anniversary. Yes. <laughs> oh nice. Wait, Which, I was on that. Was I on that? I think you were. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Joe was on it too, wasn't Joe there? Yep, Joe, you. Oh had, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. A few people, Slinky, I believe. Oh yeah, there was a lot of people, a lot of talking, like yeah, chaotic sometimes. Like you, you're person check it like, out. You're like, what the fuck is going on? I'm probably That's gonna. Awesome. Go. That might be my new thing, like for the end of the year show, like because my because my anniversary is the first of January, so I feel like as far as for the show. So I feel like maybe I can kind of continue that, like just January first, do a show, or you know what I mean, do a lot of random people. horror talk, random horror talk about like what came out over the year, what everybody's doing over, you know, how everybody's doing with whatever, just random shit, horror. Yes, what, what's their favorite movie of the year? Question. Yep. Oh, come on. Worst and best yeah. movie of the year, if you can remember, it doesn't even have to be. It doesn't even have to be a movie that came out that year. Bloodlink. Worst movie, <laughs> automatically every year. That's the, my same answer. But you didn't watch it this year. Don't matter. <laughs> I was gonna say we did watch it this year and last year. So yeah, yeah. Fuck it, it was yeah back to back unanimous. Fuck Since that movie came out, it's the worst movie of the year. It's gonna be the worst movie of the year for the rest of the time. Pretty much. <laughs> and I want yeah, you guys. People thought we were lying. I want Very you guys to watch that. Listen, Blood Lake is on Tubi. I don't recommend it at all. But I want you guys to go out and watch that because you will see our disdain, our hate, our pain. Our tragedies of this movie and anything else you can think of that's, you know, those type of words, because it's fucking bad. It is terrible. It's horrible. <laughs> With that being said, though, people, thank you guys for listening and watching. Make sure you guys tune in, which we will be back on our regular regular schedule this Saturday. We are live nine o'clock Eastern time. We are reviewing. Let me just pull this up for you guys really quick. These two movies right here, Monty Python's Holy Grail and... Oh, this is going to be great. Have you ever guys seen this movie right here? I, I never seen The Atonement. I've seen uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Nope. I've never seen either one. Me neither. So, but anyway, so yeah, so tune into that Saturday. We're going to be reviewing those two movies. Also, Tuesday, next Tuesday, tune in 9 o'clock Eastern time. We'll be reviewing, um, I forgot what, but... Out to sell. The, the Cell. Cell. J-Lo. I've never seen that, so that's going to be fun. We're going, we're going to be reviewing The Cell next week. So tune in for that. And then Thursday, we'll be back to our normal time. Next Thursday, we will be reviewing whatever the wheels picks on Tuesday. But, um, yeah, we will not be here tomorrow because it is my five-year anniversary, and I'm very excited for that. So Happy anniversary. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, sir. Party, Fiesta time, Invisible Head, yeah. <laughs> is, that the, is that the year to, uh, for ass play? I forgot. I forgot the order. Wow, James. I, I, no. 
five, you know, five brown rings. I, I think you're thinking, <laughs> you're thinking of a different song in a different book. Oh, okay. I told you to stop reading the books that Henry writes. He's <laughs> got pages with four words. <laughs> yeah, horrible, bro. Yeah, horrible. Oh, fuck, man. Fuck. Horrible. So, yeah, we'll be back to our normal time next Tuesday as far as Horror Source 30 goes. Tuesday, Thursday, and Popcorn and Pint on Saturday, which is going to be a fucking blast again. So, yeah. Make sure you check out The Worst Damn Gamer. Make sure you check out Horror Research 30. Check out The Devil Maybe Do It. I posted the link in the comments. And then all of the links and everybody that was on this show, all the links are above or down below. Again, people, thank you guys for listening and watching. And as always, I'll see you in your nightmares. The Invisible Pisser. (laughs) (laughs) He's gonna piss on it. <laughs> <laughs>